morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, we are eternally grateful for that. You are listening to another Youth Ministry Podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the Bible Fellowship Church. Another Youth Ministry Podcast strives to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. Happy New Year, everyone. It's official. We are in the new year, 2021. That's right. All of our problems are now gone. Man, I wish that was true. Except now we have new problems. We have new problems. And like, speaking of problems, I am. I might sound robotic or electronic, and that is because I am calling or Zooming in on this podcast because I traveled outside the state. You broke the rules. I was a bad citizen. No, he didn't break the rules. He's following the rules. <laughs> that is true. That yeah, is true. He, yeah, he was I am following the, the rules. State. He just has a. He has to. He has Nancy to quarantine. I have to quarantine, so I am. I am not with these guys in the present. So, with that being more said, more for that. Uh, and we're yes. in a new location. Trying out. Yes, Tim's they office. are in a new location. They're not in my office. They're in Tim's office, which uh, I believe before we started this podcast, Jared described as being inside of a dungeon. It does have a very dungeony feel. <laughs> But Tim said he likes that. He, he enjoys the... <laughs> I said that. <laughs> You're I, indifferent. I, I feel no urge to fix it. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing like... You have like I can't really see much hanging on your walls. Like it's, it there's looks like you need a woman. a little bit over there. You just um, the side there. To, to my yeah. left is my pictures of my family, some of the goals that go oh, to the church. His Dundee Award. Yeah, my, my Dundee his Award. His award. Lancaster Bible College. My degree is, you know, tucked like back in the in corner. The <laughs> in the corner. It. There's the, a badminton. Some uh, two badminton. Well, the, why do you have two badminton? The young markets? adults one night when I wasn't here came in and like they changed out my photo of me and my wife to the head pastor and his family. Oh. Uh, then they moved bad, badminton rackets all over my office. And so once again, it took me a week to remove the photo from my desk. And because uh, you so. didn't care. Like, oh, no, it doesn't. That type of stuff, you know. People mess with my workspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been bothered by those things. There you go. That's, well, that's interesting. Well, yesterday uh, there was a meeting going on in the office next to mine, and I had my headphones in and I was singing while working. And one of the other guys from that meeting banged on the wall, but he banged right where all my pictures and my clock were. So the clock came crashing down and <laughs> smashed into my pictures and oh. scared the living bejesus out of me. Yeah, but <laughs> that sounds like fun. But well, anyway, uh, we are. Uh, doing a kind of one-off episode today because it is the new year for us and when we're recording this. Um, and it's also, uh, we didn't want to get together and record our usual gamut of episodes under these conditions. I just, I told my agent I wasn't going to do that. And so these mm. guys had to put up with it. Yeah, no, it and uh, so, anyway, <laughs> so anyway, we're here talking about the new year. And uh, a lot of people in the new year, um, they decide to uh, have goals for themselves. And typical goals for at least Westerners are things like weight loss, um, promotions in their work, uh, family time, vacation. They save for something. Mm-hmm. And usually we start on January 1st. And what? By January 15th, people give up. Usually, yeah. That's about that. Or maybe <laughs> that, sometimes... The twentieth, maybe. Yeah, maybe the twentieth. Maybe it's all about well, it's all it, personality. That's true. Personality. Yeah, that's true. It but. is. Well, we we want to talk today about uh, setting goals in ministry, mm. um, and then as as people who serve teens, whether you're a volunteer or you're a vocationally paid pastor, uh, it is a good idea to set goals when you minister, both uh, ministry goals and personal goals. So we're going to talk about those in turn. 
Yeah. So we want to start about start up with what are some of the best practices um, that we've heard of uh, or put into place uh, when it comes to goal setting for ourselves. Yeah, one of the most popular ones, at least I think, floating around is the SMART goals acronym, uh, and we broke that down: specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-driven goals. Uh, why, Chris, is it important to be specific? Well, because if you're not specific, you don't really have a goal. I mean, I think everyone wants to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, so if 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 you're a sports team, yes, your goal is to win games. That's every team's goal. But you're not going to get anywhere if it's oh, that's our goal. Well, what what are your miniature goals to reach the big goal? So basically, what we're talking about here is you have a vision, you have a mission statement. Yep. So for us, it ought to be to make disciples of young people and equip their parents. Um, but what are your smaller goals to reach that bigger goal? Yeah. So that's kind of what we're talking about because in a year's time, you're not going to, you're not going to complete your mission of making disciples and be done with it. So right. you have to be specific. And if it's not specific, you're not going to be able to measure it. You're not going to be able to reach it. It's just going to be kind of nebulous and out there. Yeah. I think that's one where, where the weight loss goal really fails is because people say, I want to lose weight, but they're not, when you're specific, I want to lose 20 pounds. Right. That's both specific and then measurable because you're then you may look back in March. Oh, I lost 20 pounds. You yeah, because it, goal. In, in all honesty, if you know, you know, with water weight and things like that, I can say I want to lose weight. I can measure myself in the evening and I've lost two pounds. And there you go. There you go. I lost. I, I, I reached my goal. That's uh yeah. Well, what, what for youth ministry? I think it'd be helpful. What are some good specific goals that you might set? How about yeah. that? Well, I think one of them is, uh, you can always track attendance, but I think more specifically in service, uh, I want five kids to be serving in the church in a larger area or mm-hmm. or maybe connecting in small groups in a different way that they aren't currently connecting. I think that is an idea of a specific goal. Uh, yeah, Putting a number to it and then being able to measure it uh, and say, okay, now we have three kids serving in, in areas they weren't serving before. Right, and you want it to be achievable, so you might not say we want... We want to see 60, uh, 60 kids this year, right? Because then you're putting yourself, you're you're setting yourself up for um, possible failure. That's that's a really awesome big goal, but yeah. is it really going to be achievable? You're are you going to feel like you can achieve it? Are others going to feel like that mm-hmm. goal can it be achieved? I mean, even maybe about putting a specific number to it, putting a percentage to it. I want five mm-hmm. percent of our kids to be serving in a different area or doing doing a part of a Bible study or something like that. Uh, that way it's not, it's based on your context and it's not like, oh, we only have five kids, but if 5% of that, that's what one kid. So, um, What's uh, relevant, Chris? Can you uh, break down relevant for us? Yeah, I mean, relevant, it just has to do with, wh- is that goal, um, d- does it fit the context within which you are currently? So, for example, um, uh, when I came to the church, I think it was my my second year, at that point, we have a youth room for the students and uh, it hadn't been touched in 10 plus years. So it was uh, very outdated mm. um, in a lot of ways, which again, is a Western thing. It's not like we're encouraging people in China to focus on things like this. But one of my goals was to spruce up and kind of re- redo the youth room, you know, paint it and things like that. So one of my goals that year was to... Uh, was to redo the youth room. And so, because that was something that we wanted to do and adjust for our ministry in that year. Um, I, I also have different things. Like I, if I notice a weakness in my ministry currently, which uh, it, it was a lack of connection to parents, I had a, a goal of 
um, connecting to each parent in the youth ministry. And uh, so, but then from that, you have to also not just lay out a goal, but the steps that you're going to take to reach that goal. Um, so that's kind of where you have things that are achievable, measurable. You can actually, you can actually like put teeth to it. Um, because if, again, if, if you don't do that, if it's super generic, you're, you're never going to reach it. Right. That's true. And the last piece of this is time driven. And I think that one's easy for us to understand that you need to put a time frame to it. Yeah. Um, and the time frame that works. Again, you go back to your other word, uh, word of achievable. So, if you are setting out to uh, um, renovate your facilities, you're not going to give yourself a week. <laughs> yes. So, no. Um, no. you want to be time driven, but you want to think through what it would actually take. Yeah, and the time driven helps you break down, like Chris was saying, those little steps to achieve the big goal. So, you have little goals to achieve a bigger goal. Each of those is time driven themselves, so mm-hmm. that you're staying on track and you're staying. Um, and on purpose there. I think the other thing is to make sure you write it down. I mm-hmm. think so many goals are like in our heads and like, Oh, I want to achieve this. I want to do this. I want to accomplish this. Uh, but if we don't write it down, then you're, you're probably going to forget it or it's going to move from one way or another and kind of shift to be something completely different. Right. Uh, this isn't here, but also I would say accountability is, yeah. is big. Um, one way you can do that as a youth leader is you share this with your um, your 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 actual youth leaders or your, and your your pastoral staff team. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability is big in uh, going after these things. Yeah. Um, you also need to know your own personality. If you're someone that does need that accountability, then make sure it's there. Um, but if you're you, you tend to be a driven person, still keep that accountability, mm-hmm. but. You, you may be more likely just to carry them out because it's who you are. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I know for us, we I typically would try to have a meeting with my youth leaders um, and actually talk about what are things that we want to try to achieve this mm-hmm. year. Because I think <clears throat> you, ought, you, you ought to pick goals that are not just going to be centered around you and the performance that you do, but around you and your team. Um, and so if your leaders are not striving towards something, um, I think that that's, you know, that's like you, what I'm trying to say is you, is you need to have motivation for your team. So if you want to include them in on your goals, so if they ask you, Hey, what are, what are your goals for this year? Um, or, or if someone asks them, what are the student ministry goals this year? They ought to be able to tell them that. Mm, so that's, so that's super important. Well, we gave, uh, one example, uh, but we, we wanted to go through a couple other, um, smart goals for ministry. Yeah, and it's important to be biblically minded to not think, oh, I want to be performance driven or I want to have the largest youth group in town or have all the, the parties and things like that and everyone coming to me for answers, be some sort of youth ministry guru. Um, mm-hmm. But in intent, <laughs> like attendance, even though it's not a driver, and I guess one of the points we don't want this, your goals aren't measure your success. Mm-hmm. Right. And Chris brought this up as we were talking about this, is you can't allow your goals, if you fail your goals, doesn't necessarily mean you failed in ministry that year because sometimes your goals aren't what God has in mind right. for you. I don't think anyone's goal was to shut down and have COVID nineteen wreck yeah. the uh, the year last year. I'm supposed to meet with the, my supervisors, uh, I think, in next week about my goals from 2020, and it'll be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they all had this shit. I want to see my youth ministry increase by five percent in wanna, 2020. I want to do uh, yeah. Online ministry. In yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to move yeah. my services. Well, maybe, maybe somebody's goal was that. And, you know, we want to increase our uh, online uh, social media. Yeah, and, and they they, they, de- they had the they had the time for it. Yeah. That's right. 
That's um, right. But at the same time, you want to be able to track. You want to be able to. And attendance, I think, in my personal opinion, attendance is not necessarily the number of people coming, but the number of people involved, the number of people uh, pouring in and being invested in. I also remember um, when I was in college and one of my classes, we talked a lot about attendance, just uh, um, in youth, when dealing with youth ministry, but also dealing with churches. And one of the encouragements the professor uh, had for us was to remind us that as the youth pastor or the pastor of a church, um, whatever ministry head you are, it's not your job to get the people in the building. It's mm-hmm. your job to co- equip your body or the people that are in your body to go and to spread the mm-hmm. gospel or to want to bring people to this location. Um, so you want to equip your people. They need to be hearing the word and being convicted in their hearts mm-hmm. that people need to be, uh, that to bring people to your, your, your events and your program. Yeah. So and I think was, also in, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it was a helpful for reminder to myself because sometimes, you know, you can get excited about numbers and you think it's, I'm going to go out and I'm going to mm-hmm. find these students. I'm going to, I'm going to go to their school and I'm going to tell them to come. And it's, it, if you go that way, it becomes a ministry of you. Yeah. So. Well, it's kind of creepy sometimes for a middle-aged man to go into a school and say, Hey, come hang out with me. <laughs> uh, on the face, Great uh, point. <laughs> Thank you for that. Jared. You're welcome. <laughs> I was, was going to say on the, on the attendance piece, um, one of the things that I work with is not necessarily overall numbers, but percentages. Mm. So um, if I have, and this was something that I experienced when I first came to our church, hey, if there's like over a hundred student age um, young people attending our church and only 30 of them are coming to our youth ministry stuff, that's mm. a problem in, in, in my eyes. And so I would look at that as if you're a smaller church and you have 12 and only three are coming, that's a problem. So, um, I don't think we should beat ourselves up over the amount of kids necessarily, but for me, I, I think a goal would be a percentage. Yeah. So, you, so you look at, okay, here's these 65 kids that do not come, that attend our church with their parents. I'm going to try to go after, you know, at least a fifth of them this year. And, uh, you know, and you, and you get help from your leaders to do this as well. So, in goal setting, as far as numbers, you know, we're as a youth ministry podcast, we we want to be one that is known for and helps you think biblically, not right. you know, big boom numbers. But I think that's a fair number. Like that's a fair goal. Percentage is pretty important. Yeah. Well, I think not to beat attendance to death, but uh, the hard part is attendance when you have such a boom, you have a large group of kids coming. Unless you have the leaders to equip and to disciple those yeah, kids, abs, that's right. Discipleship is right. not going to happen as effectively yep. with a larger number than it will with a, a more handleable, more manageable number. I find one of my goals every every year has been leader needs. Mm. Leader needs. Um, uh, the more leaders, the better. Yeah. Um, you know your your ministry will um, grow. It will be better. It will be more exciting. It'll have more energy with the more leaders that you have in place. Yeah. Um, it's nice to set. Maybe you're hoping to have you know one leader per five students or whatever it is. Um, but I have found if someone comes to me and says they're passionate about youth ministry and they want to be involved and they're a strong follower of the Lord, um, I usually bring them in yeah. um, and find a place for them because uh, the more leaders you have, the more the stronger your small group ministry, the stronger the bi- the more relationships are forming um, among the students. Mm-hmm. So that's usually all, has always been one of my goals was leaders every year. Yeah. Well, I think it's mm-hmm. important. A lot of things I've been reading lately is having leaders in place before the students come. So maybe you have 12 kids, but make sure you have the leaders there. If you have leaders there, then when you grow or more kids come in, you're equipped rather than 
you have that explosion of 20 kids or 30 kids and you're like, oh, we only have five liters or two liters. Yep. We're not going to, you're not going to be equipped enough to handle that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I am curious to hear a little bit about, because I think this is a goal um, we all ought to have as we want to equip parents um, as the primary disciples of, of of their kids. I mean, I can share what one of my goals was and the frustrations I had with trying to reach it. But I like, I want to hear just from you two guys also uh, what what maybe some of the goals you've had in the past to reach parents, because especially if you have a large youth ministry, it's, it, it's hard. Um, and especially when you have so many parents that treat it as dropping their kids off um, to you. Um, I just, so I'd, I'd be interested to hear what kind of what you guys have done in the past as, as that goal. Cause I think that's a huge area that we ought to have as one of our goals every year. Yeah, I think one of the things I tried to do in the past is have parent meetings and make myself available to parents. Um, and I don't know if this is some of your frustration, Chris, but it's been frustrating finding times and making times available that only a few parents yeah. show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I found too that, um, I, I think parent need, I think parent meetings, um, I think we, you need them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard because you, you're hoping that, you know, you, you'd be like 75% of the parents showing up. You'd be you're so excited, but Absolutely. You usually find that it's about 30% mm, um, or, or less. under 50%. Um, but I think we need the reminder to keep doing that because, you know, those, so the 30% of the parents that are showing up, those then are your parents that may be your greatest encouragements, your greatest prayer warriors, mm-hmm. your helpers, and maybe those are the parents that will help you reach other parents inside your youth ministry. Um, so for me, when I, for parent uh, goals, I would usually set a goal to, to have uh, maybe it was two parent meetings that year, or I want one a quarter. Um, and, and I was always encouraged by parents, too, to make the meetings not just informational, but more engaging, yeah. uh, maybe a way to equip them. Um, a, a lot of questions parents had for me a lot as well was, can you help us understand what's going on in the culture of mm-hmm. the youth and what my student may be dealing with? Because mm-hmm. um, many times parents feel like they're you know out of the loop. Um, yeah. They're not uh, caught up with the current trends. And mm-hmm. Uh, because we're youth in youth ministry, we're surrounded by it each week, um, mm-hmm. and we're picking up on these little things. Um, some things like you know, I never cared to care that much about like being woke. So um, yeah, Tim but, likes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway. Well, I know for us, what we try to do, and it, I, I had a little bit of success here. I probably met with a half dozen sets of parents. Um, was I actually took all the parents I had on my list and just made a schedule um, of uh, on the youth nights. And I asked parents, hey, when, when, when your names are here, if you could do your best to come, you know, 20, 30 minutes before youth group's over while the kids are in small group and meet with me, like, you know, two on one, or if it was a guy like one on one, just to try to get to know you. And I, I literally just met with parents. I, I had some of the best conversations, just there was no agenda. It was just, let me get to know you. And I actually, actually created a friendship with, with one of the dads. Uh, it started in that way. Um, and just got to pray with them, got to hear how things are going. Um, and it was great for those who actually came. Yep. Um, but uh, I think we we're in the middle of that in 2020. I think that's a, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a very creative goal, Chris. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That's a, my yeah. It, it, and, but it was, it was frustrating. And the reason I, I you know, cause you had over half that didn't come, you know, they, they wouldn't reach out, but, but you know, you, you did reach some. 
Yeah, what's hard to we need to remind ourselves to keep that positive outlook though mm-hmm. in um, in ministry is there are many frustrating times. I mean, right now, especially as you're attempting to regather in youth ministries, it's it's frustrating to know that you don't have what you used to have in the numbers and the size, and you you can kind of get angry and say, well, they need to be home, you know, they're, uh, they need to be here, I can't believe they're at their homes, uh, what's going on in their hearts, I'm so mad at them, like, well, mm-hmm. we need to be focusing on, I have students here, I'm going to equip these students, I'm also going to reach the ones at home and encourage them to come back, but to keep that, um, that, that outlook, mm-hmm. um, so... Uh, and, and again, it's that comes to personality. Some of us tend to be more pessimistic. Some of us tend to be more optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to be we need to be working on our, our our own hearts. What are some other smart goals? Uh yeah, some areas I guess we talk about small group follow up, uh, mm-hmm. equipping your small group leaders to follow, especially with the kids, especially in this time where, like you just mentioned, regathering, following up the students who aren't um, aren't attending, aren't signing on to whatever you're doing, whether it's Zoom or in person. Uh, but also, I think one of the areas we mentioned earlier is service, um, getting your kids and encouraging your kids, finding areas where they can serve in the larger body, whether that's on a Sunday morning in the in the tech department or cleaning up um, yep. bulletins or things like that, just helping them find their niche of where they can where they can serve in the in the larger body. Yep. Yeah, I, I think another area is teaching. Um, uh, you know, what the goals that I've had in the past are I want to, you know, preach through Ephesians this year or James this year or Daniel this year or John. Um, I've kind of lessened on that a little bit, but I, I would in the past, I would like, okay, I'm going to get this book done in this school year. And with the uncertainties of COVID, I I'm not that certain about this school year. So I, I kind of backed off a little bit, have a little more flexibility, but you just kind of have, you know, you kind of make a schedule and you stick to it. Um, and you want to have, you know, you want to be able to check some boxes at the end of the year. And I don't think that's a, wicked thing um to want to check boxes even in areas of teaching that i you know i want to equip my kids in evangelism so i'm going to do an evangelism class and and a, a seminar or whatever i think these are all areas that it's okay to say you know these are the areas of weakness or these are the areas of growth that we want to see in our young people in areas of teaching and so this is what we want to teach them that's the big goal now here are the steps we're going to take to actually achieve that throughout this school year and that's one more thing i want to add in Personally, I think it's wise um, to set goals um, as a student ministry person, uh, if you can, for a school year, not necessarily a calendar year. Um, So I know it is 2020 in January. We're talking about that. But if you have the ability to do it that way, I think that's probably best. But that's just my thoughts. Another another goal that um, we've been talking about, you know, hey, set some, um, you know, these set these goals to carry them out. But it's also important if you don't have a mission statement in place uh, for Mm -hmm. your youth ministry, it's going to be very difficult for you to set Mm -hmm. goals because a lot of times when you're setting goals, it's, it's going after something. And and Chris mentioned that in the beginning, you know, he mentioned his uh, mission for his youth group um, and said that, Hey, that's, that's something that it's never done. Yeah. Um, So I just want to say another goal could be, maybe you don't have that for your youth ministry. So, Put that together. Look mm-hmm. at God's word. What does youth ministry, uh, what is your mission for your youth ministry at your church? Um, ours here at Calvary currently, um, it, it, a lot, it kind of fits in with our church's statement as well. Our church says we're followers of Jesus that help others follow Jesus. So the youth ministry one says teaching students who Jesus is and what it means to follow his ways. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's ours. Yeah. Um, Chris, you said yours. 
Uh, yeah, mine is um, to glorify God by making student age disciples who are equipped to bear gospel fruit in the home and in the church and in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ours is to glorify God by engaging, equipping and encouraging in some form of that way. Uh, students to follow Jesus. So, so that was it. Just one I wanted to throw out there. If you don't have that in place, s- set it up. If you have questions about that, you can yeah. email, you email, can email us. us. Uh, yeah. We would love to share with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And continue on. One of the things is interesting. I find in our, like Chris mentioned in our, in your goal setting, usually you set goals for the school year starting in August, September, but our church financially is January to December. So is ours. And yeah. So we're, yep. so, so is ours. We're setting a budget incongruent with our our actual ministry year but uh that's part of goal setting you set the budget what you want what you think you need to spend money on what you and that's that really kind of plays into what your mission statement that, is what goals you're setting what you want to try to accomplish in that year that, that actually comes down to achievable you know you know what we talked about earlier um you know part of your goal ought to be to have a good budget or uh but uh i you know i remember that the year that we did the youth room uh, before I made that a goal, I, I petitioned the elders to give us a little surplus to just for that year for that project. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got it. So if you don't have the funds to do something mm-hmm. material, don't make that your goal, especially if we tell your students, yeah, our goal this year is, you know, to have all this new this and that, and we're going to do this. And then you don't have the funds. Yeah. Good luck. You know, yeah. and so part of your, part of your goals to your other goals ought to be to, how are we going to pay for this? Yeah. And, and, and if you're if like, we're talking about budget here. Um, so you might make goals that are how, how you are using your budget. You can go back to one of our previous episodes where we talk about budgeting and youth ministry and that's episode 24. Yeah. Um, but I also want to bring up for this year too, um, some of our churches, we may have found that our funds have been cut in youth ministry. Oh yes. Um, and I want to, bring that up to say that 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 what what that might mean then is that this year your goals are a lot about the spiritual growth and um and the activities and the creativity activities that your students uh that your students are doing um and utilizing your your leaders more to get those activities to done um you just might find that your goals are going to be more about uh the students and the teaching and the music and equipping them and a lot more focused on that rather than these extravagant um, yeah. events. Yeah, which could be a, also a very good thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's uh, you go ahead. You're yeah. about to do it. Well, I was going to say, Bell, it's probably the same thing you're going to say. Let's wrap this up a little bit with uh, some examples of some smart goals for our personal development. This is this is this is very key um, because if if you're not uh, feasting, uh, on the word of God. If you're not growing yourself, you have nothing to offer others. Um, you can't lead them if you've not gone yourself. So it is important that you're developing yourself. And also, um, you know, as Tim is an, is an example of, um, and I know Jared has, um, future goals as well as myself that, for most of us in youth ministry, it's not where we're going to necessarily stay forever. Um, so you also want to have goals each year that are going to help you st- make steps towards whatever might be next for you if if there is something next for you. Um, so it is important to develop yourself. And so we do have some suggestions for you um, as to for some goals, I think, first and foremost, um, personal devotions and time with the Lord. Um, if that's not a constant in your life, it it ought to be. And and, and that's, and that's a, and that's a worthwhile goal. Obviously you need to do it in the spirit, but I think it's wise to set that as a goal, write it down and have that before you each day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I also thought about conferences. Um, I, I, th- I found that each year it's important to identify what are some areas that you're working on um, in your own life. Um, for me this year, one of mine is I want to get to a leadership conference. Mm-hmm. I want to develop my skills in leadership and administration mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just learned that I have some gifts in that area, but I want to strengthen them. I want to hear from um, other others that are uh, that, that, that the, that's their profession, and I want to grow. So find conferences that are um, help you grow as a leader. Yeah. Uh, and obviously reading books is uh, an easy way. An easier, and maybe a cheaper, cheaper way. way to do that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people say, I want to read so many books. Um, yeah. And I think this is where accountability comes in hand. So like if you're saying, hey, let's read a book together, or I'm going to read this book, you read that book, and you swap books, uh, I think that helps achieve that goal a lot better than just saying, I'm going to read 50 books. And you're like, well, that's a big number. But if you have books already picked out, that might make it easier too. Mm-hmm. And you you can also do goals for yourself and maybe even a ministry that limit you. Um, you know, you could say, I'm only going to watch, you know, three Netflix shows a week this year or whatever. Um, you, 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 you can, you can limit yourself. I'm only going to eat dessert once a week. You know, if you're talking about a, a health goal, so there are things that you can do to, you know, go the other way with it. Yeah. So one of my health goals for this year was to uh, stop eating after I think it's like uh, 6 p.m. So it was one of my goals. So You must have an early dinner. Yeah, it's really early dinner. Our, we eat at five at our house. Wow. <clears throat> That's nice. Impressive. That is very impressive. Um, yeah. And like, I think that goes with saying like uh, changing habits. So if you want to not do something, I think setting those goals of like, oh, I'm going to, instead of saying quit cold turkey, uh, if you watch too much Netflix, maybe you cut that back down to, to one or two. Um, we also have, you know, workout plans. Um, and you're hearing these, you might say, oh, why, why are there, why are we talking about fitness and health? Well, it's, it's important that you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. We are holistic beings. Yes. We are body um, and soul. Let's not ignore that. You're yeah. not going to be effective in your ministry if you are not healthy. Yeah. Um, and healthy is a, that definition is different for every single one of us. Yeah. Um, but we need to make sure that you know we are healthy individuals that we have that are what we're taking in is good for our bodies and that we're also maintaining ways that keep our bodies going and keeping mm-hmm. our bodies um, in a sense strong for what that means for right. each of us. Well, and it's so hard because a lot of what we do is you know sitting at desk studying and yes we're active and we play games and things like that. But it's definitely not as much as I, I've worked jobs. I think we've all worked jobs. We've went through that before that we're actively working and you're always on your feet. Uh, mm-hmm. Ministry is not not that job unless you have a standing desk. Yep, I have a standing desk, but I never use it. <laughs> <laughs> can I have it? <laughs> you 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 can buy it. <laughs> my, my previous job before um, ministry, my desk was oh, that's what it was. They didn't let you sit. My previous job, you were not allowed to sit. There were not chairs, mm. um, it, like in our office space. There were no chairs. So, Are you serious? Yep, it was one of the like kind of they had this idea of produ- like that's how we keep our um, staff productive that they're 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 on their feet. Mm-hmm. So was every, this where this is at your last church? No, no, my previous before ministry. Before ministry. Before, before oh, ministry. I thought you had said that. No, 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 not the church. That Reading does not. I was like, you work? I was like, you kidding no me? City. They made you stand hard. No city. They oh didn't my even gosh. have pews. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta stand there. I uh, was like thinking of Randy Grossman. I'm like, oh. is he standing all day as he preps for uh, ministry? That's funny. We all had really that, strong legs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, hey, he he was for a while the moderator at conference, and that's how he built up endurance. That's true. He stood all, all yeah. 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 If you're listening, that's somebody who has to stand literally all day for like three right. days in a row. So anyway. Right. Well, I think that uh that wraps us up here for this special New Year's episode. Hope we'll be back next week uh with our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, yes. so look forward to that. Thank you for uh zooming in, Chris, as you uh quarantine yourself. Yes, I'll be back. No symptoms so far? No, no symptoms. I'll yeah. be back, Arnold says. I'll be, I'll be back. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Community Podcast. We are thankful for you and your ministry to teenagers. May God bless you and your work as you faithfully serve him and teenagers and their families. Please connect with us on social media, on Instagram, at another YM Podcast, or you can email us at another YM Podcast at Gmail.